and we are recording with the one and only Mr. Joseph Teddy, former Green Beret, former can't say super secret counterterrorist group. You can find out all about it in his book, Lone Operator, which we have covered before. It'll be in the description as well as public speaking and uh, and uh, performance coaching, Instagram, Twitter. Don't be an idiot. Go follow it. And happy belated birthday, my friend. Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, man. It was uh, two days ago. Hell yeah. And uh, yeah, man, just uh, 29 years young. Yeah, I know. It's it's getting old, bro. (laughs) Catching up to me. And well, I I didn't even realize. So this is the three year anniversary of this podcast. So happy birthday to this. Wow, is it really? I didn't even realize until I looked at the December 12th. Yeah, I always remember that because it's the first day COVID came to the United States. And so I think I was cursed (laughs) from the beginning. But um, yeah, so we were just talking and um. Uh, two days ago or three days ago, I had yeah. on um, uh, Joe Dolio, and we talked about what happened in North Carolina. Yeah, and on Claire Lopez, who worked for the agency for twenty years, and we kind of speculated wildly about it. Mm-hmm. And um, I know you live in and around that area, and uh, well, I know people that were affected, and it's still affected right now. Well, why don't yeah. why don't you why don't you just take it for everyone that doesn't know what we're talking about? It's the uh, some what was was on the third. I think somebody shot a yeah. substation in North yeah. Carolina. Yeah, and hit. I guess they hit a critical um, transformer, or whatever it was. I, I'm not an electrician, but the one they hit, they knew what they were doing, right? It wasn't. They were just like, just like Hot let's shots. do this one. Yeah, they, you know, they they figured out which one was uh, a critical one, and it knocked out. I think power to forty thousand people, dude. It was something 40, 45,000. Um, and some people were still without power. I've heard. So. Um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's kind of scary to think about how somebody with just a, a long gun can just, you know, cripple the power grid like that. And so, um, yeah, I've been reading about it, too. So and what's crazy is take a guess how many um, substations there are in the, United, in the United States. Just take a wild guess. Well, so the one they knocked out was, what was that noise? Uh, the one they knocked out was 40,000 people. And that was in North Carolina. This blew my mind, Tom, how many substations there are in the United States. I couldn't believe it. I will say, I'll say a hundred per state. So what's that? 5,000? 55,000. Oh, okay. So a thousand per state. Okay. A little 1,100 per state. Okay. And and the crazy thing is, most of these substations, as we know, the only thing that's protecting them is a freaking chain link fence. Chain link fence. Like, yeah, it's not a nuclear plant, right? It's just a freaking chain link fence. Everybody has seen these things along the road. I mean, there's it's just twelve foot high chain link fence. It may have Razor Constantina, you know, you cut through it, go over it, go under it, whatever. Um, but um, easily accessible easily no guards you know um so i did actually a little bit of homework um about this so this is uh this is actually kind of staggering statistics the u.s electrical grid consists of over 450,000 miles of transmission lines 55,000 substations and 6,400 power plants so the first thing that i think about is like 
God dang, that's a lot of real estate to protect. It's just scattered out everywhere. You know, it's just, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. You <laughs> spent a lot of freaking money. <laughs> yeah, just on guarding it. I mean, I know shielding it against EMPs has kind of been brought up before. And I know, I mean, I mean, obviously, the you know, the continuity of government, those bunkers are all shielded by EMP. And then in terms of not EMP, but backup generators for right. events like this or hurricanes, right. you know, your hospitals, your your military bases, Air Force bases, government right. facilities. But in terms of actual boots on the ground, it it's kind of undoable. I mean, that, that'd be guarding every like bridge in the United States. Yeah, yeah dude, no one's going to. Even a company the size of Duke Energy, right? A multi-billion dollar, you know, energy company. Um, they're not going to spend that kind of money. Um, so, you, uh, well, it'd have to be it'd have to be profitable to do so. And yeah. unless this starts happening every day in every city, this is, I would imagine, unfortunately, and because it's, you know, it's in North Carolina and not outside of Manhattan. Right. Probably it's, I would imagine in all of my business wisdom that there's probably not going to be a whole lot of, I guess, hardening or guarding no. of facilities. No. Dude, I don't know if you know this or not, but in, um, what the hell was it? I think it was October. No, September. In September, six Duke Energy power plants uh, facilities were broken into by intruders. Literally got into the buildings and manually turned off the power. The fuck? Yeah. Dude, I, I, I pulled it up online and I was like, what the hell? Yeah. It was in uh, Florida. Six Six Duke energy plants. They did. They literally walked in and manually turned off the power, causing power outages. Now, granted, they turned them back on, but I mean, really, you just walked in and. So I mean, it then does come down to like speculate because I think it was 2016. I was reading a like a red cell report by the Pentagon, which for anyone that doesn't know, it's when you hire individuals like Joe or Dale to attack you know, simulated attack right on your place. So I have my apartment and I think the deadbolt works and uh, I'm high enough up. I don't think they're going to climb up here. I hire right. Joe and uh, turns out that, uh, you know, Joe pushes through the drywall of the neighboring apartment and gets in here and I go, oh, so now I got to wall up my drywall. So it's you, you right. hire your best guys to probe yourself. Right. And the Red Cell report, and this always stuck with me, was that the report, I think it was under Secretary of Defense Mattis. Oh. I want to say it might have even been Mattis reading it. And he was like a, a handful of teams of moderately talented shooters could take down most U.S. cities in a night. Wow. And I've always thought about that and why we had never seen that. And I would imagine, again, as a 32-year-old with a biology degree and no military history... I would imagine it's some form of like mutual assured destruction. No one's going to do it to us because we would just as easily do it to you. Right. What? And we're, I guess we're kind of getting into speculation, but seeing as how you are a former, I guess forever special forces is, is what would be the, is this disgruntled? Is this domestic terrorism? Is this eco-terrorism? Is this, cutthroat capitalism is this you know georgia power going up against duke energy is it china is yeah, it Russia? i don't see it corporate against corporate dude i see this disgruntled you know um 
domestic terrorist type, you know, I kind of like that's that's the first thing that I would think. Um, but um, because you have to think about the end state, like why are you doing this? Like you, you're not just doing it for shits and giggles. So I would say disgruntled, you know, um, absolutely, you know, the, um, the unfortunately, yeah, the domestic terrorist type um, individuals out there because it's so freaking easy. I mean, all you need is a high caliber. And I understand if you're shooting at like transformers and stuff, you can't use a 22. Yeah, you need to yeah. use some kind of high powered rifle, like 308, 6 you know, 223, you know, green tip, punch right through that stuff. Um, but it's kind of a no brainer, like, you know. Um, but um, one thing that was really interesting is there was an energy analyst. Uh, I read it online and I can send you the links if you want. This dude said, he figured out now I understand this guy's an engineer and he's crazy smart like you. So this a guy like me would never figure this out, but he said that you could hit nine of the 55,000 substations in the United States, nine critical ones and cause a blackout from coast to coast. Oh, Jesus. So, okay. So you can just hide, hit higher up the power stream and have a cast. Yeah, he said, there. He said that there were nine critical um, substations that if you hit them all at the same time, it would cause a blackout from East Coast to West Coast. And that's out of 55,009. Like to me, like there's some kind of flawed engineering going on here, man. If you can shut down an entire power grid and you got 55,000 substations and you shoot nine of them and it, sh it shits the bed for the whole freaking, you know, that's kind of crazy. But I read it online, dude. This guy's like, I can't remember the dude's name, but I got another guy here. I was, I've been reading about it, and I'll talk about it in a minute. But these guys know what they're talking about, bro. These are very smart engineer types, you know, that are in the business. You would think that those would have to be, if someone's identified that, you would imagine, I would hope, something like the Department of Homeland Security has identified those as critical, right? I mean, because if they're protected against cyber, I mean, I know North Korea, Iran, they're always they're always meddling with with water purification plants, as I'm sure we are with them. But like. Right. You would think someone would look into that and. I don't know. I mean, I'm saying no. Dude, look who's yeah. running. I, yeah. I'm saying they're not from what I've been reading and what this gentleman I'm going to talk about, this Dr. Granger Morgan um how he's warned the government you know it, it doesn't sound like they're taking them serious or and that like, is the department of homeland security that should be all over this shit like you know stink on shit um and uh i don't know if you see if you've ever read about the higher ups at the department of homeland and security i don't know why they don't hire people with it you know with experience <laughs> you know like i'm no disrespect to these people but they have no like real world experience. They don't understand how bad guys think. Yeah. And you need to understand that if you're going to be effective protecting assets and our country. But check this out, dude. I'm going to, I actually wrote this down because there's, there's a couple quotes on here and I didn't want to misquote the guy. But um, there's this dude, his name is Dr. Granger Morgan. He's a professor of engineering at Carnegie Mellon University, which is a very prestigious mm -hmm. college, actually, from where I'm from. Uh, who chaired three National Academy of Science reports on the power grid for the U.S. government. So this guy has already briefed our government three times. 
and said that the attack in North Carolina were gunfire damaged equipment so badly it needed to be replaced show clearly shows that the government is not taking the threat to the power grid seriously. Um, quote, we've known the power system is very vulnerable to physical attack and we've known this for decades, says Morgan, whose most recent NAS report was published in 2021. Quote, we've made a bit of progress, but the system is still quite vulnerable. He also said, we've made a lot of progress in recent years in stockpiling transformers, but the very high voltage transformers that make up the backbone of the power grid are extremely expensive and rare to find. Many of them are not even made in this country and backlogs for orders take very long for refill. <laughs> I mean, I literally pulled that straight off, straight off the internet in this dude. And um, oh, he also said from 2013 to 2020, there have been over 700 physical attacks against the U.S. power grid. Do you have? I, I mean, who's no one is reporting this shit, dude? Is it? Not? Yeah. Jesus. So, yeah. I mean, could this? Let's just, I guess, play devil's advocate. I mean. Could this just be sort of like uh, the more we look at it, the more it's it's kind of a miracle it hasn't happened thus far. I mean, you could look at pre 9-11, no metal detectors. You could look at, right. uh, you know, pre-COVID uh, PPE production, you know, depending on China for a supply chain. Right. Could it be a case of, of that where it's like, honestly, it's amazing we've gone this far without it, in which case. Sure. That's we can... what he said. That's part okay. of one of the quotes that he said. He goes, it's amazing that it's, this hasn't happened yet. Like, I think people that are inclined to do this, these these people, whoever they are, are just figuring out, this is pretty freaking easy. You know, I can stand off 300 yards with a .6 and put a round right through one of these transformers and, you know, pick a few critical ones and, you know, you got a power outage. It's just destructive shit, dude. You know what I mean? It's going to get fixed. But it, some of this, if you, I, I, I can see from what this guy was saying, if, if, if some organization or some collective said, we're going to hit this one and this one and this one and this one and this one, and this, like, uh, like, dude, that's going to, that's going to create a big problem. So, so, I mean, it's something that clearly you can do easily, but it's yes. also something where, I mean, the payoff would have to be, you're going to get caught. You might, maybe not this one. Right. And if anyone does that, I mean, when was the last one? Metcalf was 2013. If anyone does anything remotely similar to this, because whoever's bolstering security is going to be doing it quietly now. Correct. Well, you, you hope so. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you would hope so. Right. But I mean, right. So there would have to be a reason to do it. Is it, is it just disgruntled, pissed off, you know, fuck the government? Is it, is it eco-terrorism? Is it, you know, is it fundamental ideology? Is it, the only other thing is, is, is it's, it was nearby, right, Fort Bragg, which now it's like, all right, now you're, and obviously like a hospital, they have backup generators. Right. But I mean, it's not stupid. It, it's stupid in that you're going to get caught and you're going to get reamed. So there has to be a benefit to doing it. 
Like that's what I'm saying. Like, what is the end state here? Yeah. And to me, it just it just screams domestic terrorism. Highly disgruntled people pissed off at the government. Fuck you attitude. You know, but like that's what it screams to me. I don't know. It's. I don't think these eco terrorists. People I don't think the, they own guns. I don't think eco. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. It does, I don't think those things. It doesn't fit in that. Match. Yeah, they're more of a. They're yeah. They're the oil on the painting. Exactly. The handcuff yeah. yourself to city hall. Exactly. I don't think those two jive. This is more of the fuck you person. Yeah, I've got a freaking thirty odd six in my freaking closet. Then I go shoot some transformers. It's so probably, kiss my ass. So then you got a shift to go. All right. Well, I mean, if you, if you know you're gonna get caught and you're just disgruntled and fuck off. That's kind of the, you know, you look at a mass shooter and you're like, there's no way you're getting away with it. Well, they don't want to get away with it. A lot of them die in a shootout or they kill themselves like they don't. So, you know, the 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 normal self-preservation, you can't necessarily project it onto there. Right. And that's that's just pure hatred. That's blackpilling. That's nihilism. Then right. you look at something like a suicide bombing and that's, you know, fundamental ideology. You look dude, at some... I'll be honest with you, Tom, I don't think it'd be too hard not to get i mean i think you'd almost want to get caught good lord i mean you could go out at you know three o'clock in the morning there's always lights around these things you don't need night vision or a night no. vision scope even a regular scope would pick up enough light if there was some ambient light to put around through one of those damn things they're huge yeah you know they're like the size of a fucking trash can and the thing and is, so, is they didn't I do it outside of a city or something so it doesn't even like in terms of the whole I want people to know my name. I want them. I want to be Timothy McVeigh. I want right. to be fucking the Unabomber. It right. wasn't even That's... outside of Manhattan or something. It was North right. Carolina. Yeah. In the boonies, in the boonies. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It kind of, it does, that definitely doesn't have an eco flair to it. I, I just think it's, it's a you know group of individuals that just pissed off at the government and disgruntled, yeah. you know, absolutely. I mean, just disgruntled and this is their way of, you know, paying paying back i guess, i don't know it, i don't think that way neither do you but yeah. I'm, just, I'm just trying to make sense of it yeah i'm just trying to pan it out like i mean i guess you do it in the middle of the night out in the boonies yeah i, I mean who's gonna are, catch it you are getting away with it you know yeah, who's not, gonna catch it dude you can shoot yeah. and be in your car and gone i mean yeah it doesn't really not not that i'm some counterterrorism expert but like it doesn't really fit into any of the there's no manifesto. There's right, no exactly. Yeah, that's a tough question. That's a tough. I, I, I'm gonna. I'll call a couple people, and uh, and get their opinion as well. You know, um, but it, it definitely doesn't. It 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 doesn't really have a a, a signature stamp, so yeah. to speak. You know what I mean? Like a lot of other shit does. This is a little, you know. And then you got to think about it too. So, <laughs> do these people actually live in the area? That they're doing this too, like well, are they the by themselves, thing. or are they yeah. driving, you know, three hours away and doing it, and you know what I mean? Like, who knows? I mean, why would you screw yourself? I don't. That doesn't make any freaking sense. I mean, is it someone just going for the thrill of the? It's like sure. people that have ten million dollars that still go shoplift a pack of gum. It's exactly. Just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That dude might it, be it, that. That's another option. Just the just, high just, of yeah. getting away with it. Yeah. Throwing an egg at a bus because yeah, because you can and you got away with it. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. One, sooner or later, like I mean, I'm sure one of these people will get caught, or they will just say, "Hey, we did it." You know, it's this organization, and we're doing it, and fuck you. You know, um, and then we'll know. 
but yeah, dude, that's a soft target. I mean, that is just pitifully soft. Like, there's just no, there's literally no skill. If you can shoot a rifle, you know, you're you're not shooting at something this big. You're shooting something the size of a trash can. Yeah. I mean, good lord, you know. That's the only thing I can think of, and obviously yeah. I, I speak for myself, but like the only thing I can think of is, is like. I guess would be like keep an eye out for it. Is there are there any lucrative contracts going out soon for hard? That's the only thing, and I know that's tinfoil hat, but I mean, if you look at what fifty five thousand substations and no one's guarding it, and I'm Tommy and I'm trying to sell Tommy security and no right, no for up sure, dude, it, follow the money. Yeah, yeah I mean, take <laughs> a rifle, shoot it. And now I'm sitting on ten million dollars of of gubby contracts. Like, yeah, for sure, dude. When we were when I was down in Florida <clears throat> training with Dale for those two months. We were leaving to go to train one day, and somebody had shot a transformer a mile down the road from the house. The whole fucking telephone pole was on fire, shit sparking, and we drove up. We're like, "What the hell?" Yeah, I mean, I mean, it happened down there in Florida, right? Literally a mile down the road from where we, from where Dale lives, and uh, and it just happened because, like I said, that there was uh, sparks, there was wires on the ground, and the telephone pole was on fire, and we we're like, "What the hell?" So. This isn't even like, I'm just trying to think of like, it's not even like this is like, you know, the 2020 riots. It's not like this is where, it's not like this is a Ferguson, Missouri or something. And it's like where something happened. Someone was shot here. Right. It's not that the president is scheduled to go give a speech and it's some ideological overturning Roe v. Wade. Just happenstance places. Yeah. Yeah, man. To me, that's, and you're not. If you're planning on doing something bigger, you wouldn't you wouldn't give away your tactic. You would when you went to do this, if you were a foreign nation state or a domestic terror group, you wouldn't if you did this, this would be one of many in one night. Would, or 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 Tom, they're beta testing it. Yeah, but that that the, the problem with beta testing is is you've now given away that this is what you're gonna do. Sure. You know, but, but that's just it. I'm smart enough to know. That there's no way to really defend defend it. Now, I was reading online that there's really no way to defend this unless you made these casings out of you know fucking you know bulletproof material, yeah. which that ain't gonna happen. No, it's I mean, not take, that ain't gonna happen. So you can almost give away the tactics and say we're gonna shoot all these things up. There ain't a fucking thing you can do about it. What do you do? Put a cop at every substation? Like yeah, it's almost a, it's almost a, a no brainer. You there's you can tell them everything but when you're coming. You know, talking about tactics, techniques, and procedures. You'd be like, yep, we're going to shoot up all your Transformers with guns. You just don't know when we're coming. Yeah, I mean, I guess from my mind, it's like if you if you were doing this as a as a legitimate attack against the U.S., you would you wouldn't give them any time to you would do it all. You would do this one and you do a hundred others all within thirty minutes. Sure, that would make more sense. Yeah, maybe they're doing. I don't know if there's a bigger picture here. I mean, maybe they're like, all right, let's let's shoot a few of these and see what you know, see what see happens. What the response almost like is. COVID. Almost like COVID. Let's see what happens when we tell people to stay home. Let's see what happens when we tell people to put yeah. masks on. I mean, there, there's you know, it's a possibility for sure. I mean, and just kind of see, okay, well, that really didn't work. It only disrupted the power grid for three days, but we did this and it interrupted it for two weeks. And if we did this, and like, and they're, maybe they're just experimenting right now. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just kind of thinking like the bad guy would think, yeah, with, yeah. with a half a brain, maybe you know. They don't have to have an engineering degree. And they're like, well, let, let's let's pick different ones. Let's pick different locations. 
different sizes or who knows i mean i mean that's what you know incursions into airspace are you know whenever you hear about you know an american fighter jet escorting a russian bomber or vice versa yeah it's not an accident you're probing response time it's been going on since flight was invented exactly just just i'm just thinking kind of like outside the box so it's a Um, it's a probe i don't know the only other thing i can think of and Again, as someone with a biology degree and no understanding of any of the shit, is something someone somewhere is reaching out and touching us? Because right now you're seeing a lot of Europe feeling an energy squeeze, a gas right. squeeze, and it's right. in the, it's December in the winter from you know right. the Russia Ukrainian war. The only thing I can th- and then Russia has attacked Ukrainian power systems like a month ago or two months ago. Sure. The only other and this is a you know. This is a kind of a bullshit stretch answer. The only other thing I can think of is it's someone reaching out and touching us for whatever reason. Either hey, sure. don't touch our power systems, or it's hey, you right. want to feel what the you want to feel what we're feeling. Is this right. is this a Ukrainian thing? Is it you know sure. hey, don't think about you know when the American hearts and minds. This is what it feels like when it comes home. Is that an option? Absolutely, dude. You can't roll anything off the table when it comes to stuff like this. They just have to gather some intel and, and grab somebody, you know, get somebody to talk or somebody just comes out and says, yeah, it's this is who's doing it. Fuck you. You can't stop us. It might you know? just be that. It might just yeah. be. I mean, think about the head trip for somebody knowing how easy it is. Like, man, I can disrupt the power to 40,000 people. Yeah. To some sick people, man, they can get off on that shit. Well, I mean, that's you know what they I'm... got a 99% chance of getting away with it. That's what a lot of, uh, you know, when, you know, cyber experts and hackers get caught or jailed you know some of them will make millions but some of them are just like you know i've I've never had a girlfriend i always got bullied in high school but i can get on my computer and i can fuck with the fbi yeah i mean i it's not right but i get it yeah dude not to change the subject so if it made me think of something but dude what was that cryptocurrency that just completely shit the fx dude those people are lucky to be walking around yeah i mean i was I hope they hired a lot of bodyguards, man. They wiped out a lot of people. They're supposedly living in the Bahamas and like some penthouse, like on the top floor of a fucking hotel. Well, four crypto billionaires have committed suicide in the last two months. Young oh, really? guys, about look it up, about my age, all worth billions of dollars, and I think they've all drowned. Oh, what a shame! But I mean, what a that's a little dude fuck those people you know what you you do that to people and you wipe out people's finances they got what they got coming to them man oh That's i'm with bullshit. you I'm, I'm with you i mean yeah they all drown yeah. though there's they a signature yeah, there's a signature on that how funny for yeah. real yeah look, look it up they're all like my oh, you get again is... and again i keep seeing the articles and you think you're like i've already read this it's a new guy it's all and it's all in like bahamas caribbean like the keys, like it's all Went in that diving and never came back. Or something. it's an odd thing, though. It's wow. FT, FTX. That guy was smarter in that he got in with the government. He did a lot of stuff for uh, think yeah. tanks and. Uh, oh the, well, dude, he was one of the major contributors. I think he contributed the biggest million dollars to the the, the uh, Democratic Party. Well, Elon Musk is hinting at through his Twitter files that it might be over a billion. So a billion, a billion. What the fuck? Yeah, and he's, are you kidding me, dude? If you're gonna be evil, man, get in with the highest people. It's 
but dude, that's what's wrong with this country too that somebody that young would have access to that much money that they could give away a billion dollars like really well the the kind of theory right now is that a lot of investments were coming from ukraine which was coming from usaid which is a direct fleecing of the taxpayer a circle that's all allegations i don't know that right right right. i saw i mean yeah i'm not i wouldn't really doubt it which is kind of sad but i mean is there something in there is there something crypto electric i mean i'm i know i'm grasping for straws but the other thing i can only think of is but it doesn't really go if this was like a coal-fired power plant I could maybe pull right. Oh, that eco- would be a different story. That would be the eco side. Yes, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. But what is not- that? What is obviously and what you know, whatever is public. What what is specifically at Fort Bragg? Is do what they mean, like what units? I mean, so, so I mean, like if you were att- to attack something outside of Fort Meade, that's obviously the NSA, and they have backup generators, right? If you did Langley, that's obviously you're at the CIA. If you're going at right. Quantico, the you're NSA is at Meade, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, NSA, NSA is Fort Meade, Maryland. Yeah, yeah, Quantico is FBI. Right. So I mean, those are specific. You're touching something, right? Right, right, right. At Bragg, dude. There, I mean, there's Fayetteville. Um, I mean, a bunch of soft units at Bragg. Um, I mean. Nothing like the agency or the NSA. Um, the other unit, um, uh, Task Force Orange guys, they're, you know, they're not at Bragg. But, um, um, yeah, dude, nothing. No, I mean, at, at least I don't know if anything. Well, that's the I mean, other thing, anything we know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, as far as I know, I, know, I mean, you've got, you know, uh, SF Group um you know you've got cag there you know 82nd airborne um but as far as like any secret scroll type know. you know agencies at least when i was there doing my bit there wasn't anything like that i mean now there could be but yeah um yeah it, it just weird i think we're gonna see more of this shit though i think we're gonna be seeing more and more of this sadly now do you think that this is kind of a is this a general manifestation of just the course of things going? People feeling disenfranchised, yep. inflation, um, kind of, and then not this isn't even a fuck Biden. I mean, just like long right, yeah, yeah. jobs yeah. going overseas for the past yep. 50 years. Yep. I'm thinking so. And that's why, and I've, dude, I've been preaching this for years, and you know it, man. It's like you need to be self sufficient. You know, I have generators at my house, I've got a propane generator i've got a gas generator i've got two solar generators i've got batteries i mean like so if it happened here i'd be okay i could sustain myself for a while no doubt about it and to me that's like a no-brainer man and this shit ain't that expensive like you don't have to be rich to buy this stuff you know on top of just wanting to be closer to family a massive reason i moved up here to maine is so that i'm never more than uh uh, a quarter tank of gas away from the extended Kerrigans who are spread about spread about the boonies <laughs> of, the, of New England mountains, who are all self. I always joke if yeah. a nuke if a nuke went off in Boston, my yeah. aunts and uncles wouldn't know for a month. They are yeah. so removed from. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. You definitely have benefits there. That, no like, about it. I I I joke about it, but I'm not joking. I'm like, what's the closest city, dude, from, from where you live? The Bob, major major city. I was gonna say I'm in Portland, but that's not really a city. Boston two hours from here maybe gotcha okay yeah now even this is pretty far out there now there's a reason i moved up here to the edge of nothing is 
so I can go out and be a nothing. It's well, well dude, it, I've never been there. I mean, I, I have a friend that, that used to live there, and he all he spoke about is how beautiful it was. Every word out of his mouth, like, dude, this place is gorgeous. They do a lot of uh, and everything. They do a lot of um of seer training up here. Oh, oh yeah. I think the Air Force, I think the Air Force has um a SEER course there, if I'm not mistaken, or the Navy. I can't remember. Oh, they do um, a lot of the winter yeah, shop here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're never probably, been, but I've heard. Well, so well, I guess uh to kind of in I guess the last oh kind of fun fact, um way up north, uh little town where uh, actually where Mike Durant's from, Berlin, uh, which is where my 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 dad was born. Um Mount Washington's nearby. And I think it's one of the tallest mountains in the U.S. It used to have the highest wind speed ever recorded up there, the whole mountain range. But um, in World War II, uh, people would hear just this like roaring from the mountains. And obviously you have kids being like, it's dragons and like you know, the parents <laughs> being like, shut up. But I mean, like got to a point where like you couldn't ignore it. Every once in a while, you would just hear this like booming screeching and huh. um, no one knew. And it's kind of guarded by the fact that it's like Arctic temperatures and like vertical cliff faces, but way up in the mountains, uh, the U.S. at that time, it was the Army Air Forces were actually using it as a natural wind tunnel for uh, for plane prototypes. They just you're kidding me. The wind it get. I think the old record is 232 miles an hour. Oh, shit. So why? Why fucking spend money? Yeah. Why, yeah. No kidding. <laughs> I mean, you just bring them up there and they were yeah. just. I guess, like, and, yeah, yeah. Wow. they were just armed to the teeth, you know, shoot on sight. No one went up there because it's they'll freeze to death. But they were P fifty one Mustangs and shit. All those early fighters, That's crazy. They were just bolting to the ground. <laughs> we'll see, see, we'll wow. see what the fuck happens. Um, dude, you know, hey Tom, on another note, real quick, do you know yeah, yeah. that the uh, Chinese came up with a um, a uh, wind tunnel? And don't quote me on this, but it. It registers up to Mach thirty. Yeah, no, they have the they have the best hypersonic uh, yeah, wind hypers tunnel yeah, that we know yeah, of. Yeah, yep, yeah. Uh -huh. They're really starting. People listen. Who's ever listened to this? Their hypersonic freaking missile capability and their glide glide vehicles is some scary shit yeah. because we have no defense against it. Zero. They're yeah. working on it. They're working on it, but it's going to be. I mean, how long does it take to build technology like that? Two years, three years, yeah. four years? I don't know. And the thing is, is really, it's, I think, the defense of hypersonics, of glide vehicles, I think ultimately, in all of my wisdom, will probably boil down to something similar to mutual assured destruction. It's like, the problem with hypersonics is it's destable. You don't want destabilization. You want everyone right. to have a gun to everyone right. else's head. Right. That's right. If they're That'd pushing safe, for it. Yeah. Yeah. If they're pushing for it. Yeah, it means dude, they actually want to use it, or which means we're going to rush to build our own. Yeah. Um, yeah Scary no. stuff. I mean, we re if you if those that are listening, if you haven't heard about this stuff, I highly recommend you read about it because this is some very serious shit. It, like Tom just said, it destabilizes everything. doesn't matter we have more nukes or they have more nukes. They've got a weapon you can't defend against. It only takes one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Sorry. I mean... ICBMs go up to like Mach 23, but the thing is, those are ballistic. The trajectory is set. Right, like, exactly. It's throwing a football. As soon as it leaves exactly, your hand, yeah, you like, know yeah. where it's landing. Yeah, exactly. This shit's uh, a little wilder. Um, yeah, crazy. Real, real quick, if you don't mind me asking, because yeah, I, I know I got to let you run. 
but you said you've been hunting and I know that's something that you haven't done in a while. And I think you specifically talk about it as I always will shamelessly plug your book yeah. but, and by anyone knows, but for anyone that knows on my heart, Joe didn't ask me to, I'm, I always do promote your book organically. You do talk about yeah. kind of the reason you don't hunt is because you know, the feel what, and I think I asked yeah. you years ago, I was like drunk. I was like, Joe, you gotta come hunting. You're like, I don't hunt anymore. But yeah. you said you're hunting. What? Just personally, yeah. you might be asking why. Yeah. So, um, two reasons. Um, I uh, to be more self-sufficient. Okay. And I, we just bought a huge freezer. Uh, it's in my garage right now. And um, I want to. Uh, I don't. First off, I'm not hunting to be a trophy hunter. I am literally hunting to put meat in my food freezer. In the freezer yeah um you know i don't um uh, i'm not sitting here waiting for the big buck to come out and so um that's one of the things and plus uh my girlfriend wants to hunt she uh it blew my she's an, an exceptional shooter um we actually went shooting yesterday and she shot a cloverleaf group with her new uh 300 blackout that was like this dude Jesus. better than what i shot so anyway, yeah, pretty fucking embarrassing. But um, but yeah, the two reasons, and you know, I just um I, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. It was difficult. The first the first time I went on was with a buddy of mine, Dennis, who I've known for years. This guy, that's all he does is hunt and fish. He's an expert hunter. He's just amazing. And um we went uh we went hunting with dogs, which I had never done. And I gotta tell you, that was pretty freaking exciting. Because they're sitting there in the woods and they release the dogs and you can hear them. And the minute they pick up the scent, they just go ballistic. They go nuts. Yeah. Oh, dude, they go. And Dennis is like, you'll see, you'll see. I'm like, ah, dude, I don't get an adrenaline dump for this shit no more. Like, eh. And I started getting that kind of tingly feeling I'm like, oh, here they come. You know, and you can hear them, dude. Naturally, I couldn't even get a shot off. There was about 12 doe. They ran right up over this ridge. They were hauling ass, dude. They were, they were, and I'm, I'm one of those guys. I only put one round on my gun. Go ahead and laugh. But like, I put one round on my gun, dude. I take an ethical shot. That's it. I'm not shooting at an animal running full bore, you know, at a weird angle. I'm going to take a very clean, I know I'm going to drop it shot if I can't get it. So that has helped me to deal with it mentally too. I'm not just going to go boom, 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 you know, with a shotgun, like, hope I hit you. Um, I'm, I'm going to take an ethical, I'm a, 99.9% sure I got gotcha. you. You know what I mean? I'm not shooting past my shooting capabilities. I'm not shooting past the capabilities of my rifle. Um, I'm not shooting past the capabilities of my optics. Um, you know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of dicey to get back, but I enjoy the time. I will tell you, I miss the time just being out, out in the woods, just listening to mother nature. You know, matter of fact, the last time we went hunting, we were sitting in a blind and facing this field and a soy field. And it was getting late. Sun was going down. We started hearing some noise behind us. We couldn't see because only the sides were open in the front, but we couldn't see behind us. And we're sitting there and we're, and we're like, that's just birds, squirrels, whatever, you know, because you think you hear shit. And then all of a sudden, you cannot the unmistakable sound of a deer walking like there's a crunch crunch right and it was a few and you could tell there was a few it was right behind us the one deer was so close we heard it pissing jesus it was probably within 10 feet peeing on leaves 
uh, and there was a buck back there because you could hear him scraping his scraping his horns, right? And I, I think we're at the very end of the rut right now, or I think it's just getting close to being done. But anyway, um, it's it was exciting, dude. Just being out there and hearing it, like you know, yeah, great if you can get some meat in the freezer. But for me, from a mental standpoint, it's actually uh, kind of like therapy, man. I'm just chilling, relaxing, listening to the wind, you know scoping out using my binos and chilling and just i don't know it's been good we've gone uh one two three three or four times um and we're actually going this wednesday we got some friends L little pieces of property we have like giant pieces of land one 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 plot's about 40 acres that we hunt on and then the other one's probably about the same size it's just private land um but uh yeah yeah it was uh years man i, I don't even know how many um, but, um, but I, I'm getting back into it and just, it's just, it's enjoyable, man. It's enjoyable. That's for sure. Um, but I'm not, I, my buddy, Dennis, he, he's a big, he's a big trophy hunter, dude. He actually shot a non-typical last year that probably scored 170. It, it, yeah, dude, it was crazy. Freaking, mm -hmm. Oh my God. But he's been hunting for, you know, 40 years. That's all he's like, he'll let eight pointers walk by where guys would be like, Oh my God. You know, he's like, eh. Like he won't even shoot at him. So, yeah, it's it's all good, man. It's it's I, I, it's fun, good good quality time, you know. Share with someone and just, uh, um, yeah, man. It's I mean, all of my extended family always kind of grew up dirt poor, so that's why they hunted was just it was put put meat in the freezer. They didn't have yeah. any, you know, like five kids to a bed. They just didn't have any fucking food. But it's also. I've gone deer hunting, I think, once or twice with my dad. And I mean, one, it is it is wildly like it is peaceful and kind of surreal. It does feel like you're like, oh, this is what literally every generation before me for a million years has done. Yeah. There yeah. is some kind of cool return to it. But it's also I mean. I think it's also important to like not to sound all hippy dippy, but I think it is important to actually see like like meat isn't a thing you just get in a bag in a freezer. Or in yeah. in, a, in a supermarket, like no, it, it's a creature, and that's fine. I'm not. I'm right. all for the the, the natural circle right. of life, but it is also important to see it to, to ethically. You don't shoot it and let it bleed out that's all over the place. Exactly, it's a real thing. You skin yeah. it, and you gotta. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I think it is. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's it's yeah. it's a. Uh, I'm a little like I said. I'm a little, a little bit different than most hunters. You know, I, I I've had opportunities to shoot this year. Uh, matter of fact, we, we were coming out of a blind the first time we went hunting. And it was right at sunset because you got to be out, you got to, you got to be out of the woods at sunset, right by law. And so, it was right there. And I was already looking through my scope, and I'm like, man, the crosshairs are getting really ugly. And we get out of the blind, and she goes, look right there. And it, dude, it's like so funny. Like they know, like hi, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I could have shot. I could, I could have got down and, and taken a shot and dropped it, but I didn't. You know, it was, it was, it was shooting through a lot of brush. It was dark, you know, I could have probably, probably pulled it off, but I'm not going to, I owe that to the animal, you know what I mean? And, and I think that mindset with me right now uh, helps me hunt, you know, I'm, I'm being extremely ethical and extremely picky on my shots for most guys be like, dude, really? Like, yeah, like I'm not shooting at a deer running full bore. Like, you know, like I know some guys can pull it off. But I don't hunt that much. Like my buddy Dennis could probably pull it off because he's shot at plenty of deer. 
but I'm just not going to do it unless the thing is like just walking or grazing or standing still. Um, that's how I keep it right in my head. You know what I mean? Cause I, dude, I don't want to shoot a deer and have to track the thing down. You know what I mean? Like it's just, you're, you also, know, you're also not, it's just like, not you're also not in like a survival situation. Yeah, exactly, dude. You know, and, and, and yeah, I got a big freezer and yeah, I'm off Bill Gates. It's expensive. If I were to fill that freezer, it cost me, you know, $2,000. I mean, it's huge, you know? Um, so, and I love venison. I really, it, I really enjoy venison. Um, I, I love the taste of it. Um, so, um, but yeah, man, it's, it's all good. It's been, it's been really refreshing and you know what? I don't give a damn if I don't shoot a deer for the rest of the year. Don't care. I just, it's just good being outside and just getting out of the house and getting out of the freaking middle of computer and, you know, just kind of clear your head and just do that morality car wash thing. You know, it's, it's very Zen. Yes. Very go. Zen. Exactly. There, there go you go. There, yeah. You know, you can hear leaves drop. Yeah, man. That's, what, very... that's what I'm saying. It's good. Yeah. It's good brain food, man. It yeah, really is. It's, it's the same experience that was there. 50,000 fuck right. cars, fuck the computer. Right. You got, you see That's like right. the stars twinkling and you That's hear the right. brook and you're, it's yeah. a return to like, yeah, there's something deep, very like, Oh, deep very deep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it right. gets to your id for sure, man. I, yeah, I, I love it. Man. It's, it's the, uh, it's that, it's a deep part of your like primitive brain. It's, it, yeah. it, it is a, it's a beautiful experience, but yeah. I've kept you 20 minutes longer than I said it would because I'm a terrible host. And uh, (laughs) guys, go follow Joe on Instagram, Twitter. Go wish him happy birthday. Go buy his book. Go get his coaching and uh, all that good stuff, Joe, as always. I love you, brother. Thank you so much. And uh, happy belated birthday. And thank you so much, everybody.